This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for Real Answers, a transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner, live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself. Change with world. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers. And uh, this week, we're going to focus on uh, de-stressing your life. And I have a guest that will be with us um, at about 20 minutes past the hour after our first commercial break. Um, her name is Grace Delude. She is uh, both a holistic therapist and a yoga instructor. And she's going to bring um, her expertise to the table on how we can eliminate or reduce some of the stressors in our lives. All right. So stress is, I mean, if, if you don't know this already, stress is uh, a number one factor in many different problems. It stops our ability to uh, think clearly and to make good decisions. It has an impact on our um, physical health. And clearly, it's also going to impact our, our relationships and our ability to be present with others. So, um, super important that we're able to do this. I actually got an amazing piece of information um, just yesterday. This is a little bit about stress, and also it's just kind of interesting, is as I start to look at things that really help um, people you know, live happier lives, there's these... Um, uh, things called blue zones, which are where people are living um, the longest amount of time, right? So they're looking at this and they're saying, why is it that people are able to, you know, live, you know, this, this well into the later years, over a hundred years of life? And there are some, a lot of factors there. And one of them is, of course, um, you know, diet. There's, exercise. Um, there are relationships and important um, relationships. And another one, which we've talked about a lot on this show, um, we've actually talked about all of these, is um, a sense of purpose. So what they're seeing is, is that when these things are active in people's lives, that they're, they're living longer and that they're healthier. And one of the reasons is, is all of those things are also um things that help you deal with stress or allow you to have a positive attitude in the face of stress, right? So a sense of purpose doesn't necessarily eliminate stress. What it does is it allows you to be able to look at what the stressors are that come your way and be able to then use them to your advantage, so this is the kind of stuff that we're going to be be discussing for a little bit Um as we get started and then developing on as far as habits and um, practices that you can have in order to decrease your stress. And a really wonderful one can be as simple as just light exercise on a, on a regular basis. Okay. So when I was planning this, uh, this particular radio show, one of the, the interesting things that happened is I was actually getting ready to go on vacation and, um, <laughs> and I had an incredibly stressful experience. Um, and it actually was not because of the snow, which I'm sure has given a lot of people stressful um, travel experiences recently. But what happened was um, just about 18 hours before I was supposed to get on my plane and I was leaving the country. Um, I could not find my passport. Okay. And, um, I don't know if any of you have experienced this before, but it's a little bit of an ordeal to get a passport within 24 hours. Um, and I'm fortunate enough that where I live, I'm close. Um, there's a, a place that I could go up in Boston. Um, so, you know, what happened was is that I, I, I wound up like first finding it. I thought it, it was very available. I remembered the last time I had it and I just, I turned my entire house upside down. And of course, I'm, 
calm at the beginning. I'm thinking, all right, it's going to turn up. It just, you know, isn't where I expected it to be. And then as things went by, um, I, you know, started realizing, whoa, this really isn't any of the places. Now I'm starting to look in odd places for this. <laughs> this is clear that, you know, I'm, I've lost, uh, you know, I, I've lost sight of um, the normal places that I might have put it. And I'm looking, you know, under stuff and behind stuff and going through my entire file, file cabinet, etc. So um, when when I like after doing that, eventually I was just like, okay, it's still going to turn up. It's still going to turn up. Right. And it's like, there's no way I couldn't believe that I would actually not be going on vacation. I had planned this for a good long time. Right. So what I did um, when I woke up in the morning is I looked one last time. I knew that I wasn't leaving. And, um, but basically I moved right into action. So it was shower, drink some coffee, get in the car, get some passport photos, go up to Boston. And I'm talking on a bunch of different lines at the time, right? I'm sure everyone's had days like this, right? Where you're, it's like, I'm on with the airline, I'm on with the passport and um, agency. I'm talking to a friend at the airlines to see if they can help me. I'm trying to print my itinerary because I have, you know, 8 million documents that I need to have together. And all of this is happening in rush hour traffic. Right. So we have put a bit, pretty big, uh, stressful, um, situation. And what I kept doing is keep trying to move the pieces, move the pieces. Like I'm gonna make this work. Um, so in, you know, in this experience, I was like, well, this is absolutely perfect. Well, I don't know if perfect is really the right word, but basically what it is is I looked at that and in knowing, excuse me. And knowing that um, there, uh, you know, I was going to be talking about stress and that Grace was going to be a, a guest, I started looking at that and I said, okay, well, what made that happen? You know, because 24 hours later than expected, I was on a plane and I was headed off to to my vacation, everything taken care of. Um, and uh, so what is it that allowed me to go into that situation? And, and be able to navigate it, um, navigate it without completely losing my mind. I do have to say that there were some moments where I, I lost some of my skills along the way. Um, but what allowed me to navigate it and, and actually also create a, a positive outcome for myself? Because another thing that happens is the more that you navigate situations and create positive outcomes for yourself and the more that you learn to uh, be in stressful situations and, and not be as stressed out, the, that like feeds into your future and how much easier it can be for you. So one of the things that I want to highlight is remembering that stress is optional. Okay. And um, I had a very interesting interview with a businessman at one point in time who was saying, well, isn't this just the way it is? Like if you run your own business, aren't you just going to deal with like, uh, you know, feeling stressed out all the time? And my response to that was, no, I don't think that that's necessary. Um, I actually think that we have come to believe that stress is a necessary part of productivity. It actually becomes the way that we relate to people sometimes. You know, like, oh, I'm so stressed out. I've got this going on and that going on and this other thing. So it could be like almost like a badge of honor or it can be something that – um you know, uh, we, we just, it's like, oh, look at poor me. You know, there can be like kind of the, the, the victim-y piece that can come out in that. Um, we can use stress as a way of like, oh, in order for me to be focused and perform my best, it's best that I'm stressed out. There's a lot of different things that people say about stress and in making it sort of a necessary evil. And I actually believe it's very optional, even in um, highly, like very, very intense situations. Um, because the, the truth of the matter is that it's been shown over and over again that when you are stressed, you are unable to make decisions in as positive of a way 
as you could if you were not stressed out. So even if you think it helps your performance, it doesn't. A little bit, like amping up, getting a little more attention, that actually is helpful. Like when you go on to present somewhere and you feel a rush of like energy or you're doing something new and you feel that kind of intensity come on, that is actually a helpful form level of stress. Beyond that, no. Beyond that, it's really not helping you out. Right. So just the awareness that um, stress is optional and then the willingness to take a look and say, are we kind of addicted or hooked on this negative state? In other words, has this become a comfortable way for us to live and to think about, you know, um, how we go through our lives? Right. And, and then to be willing to put that down. Right. And so it's like. Stress is optional. I'm willing to accept that. Second part of that is, um, you know, once, once I decide whether stress is, once I say stress is actually optional, then I'm looking at, okay, well, what is it that I want to be feeling here? Right? It's just like, am I hung up somehow in the past? Am I thinking somehow that this negative state is serving me? Is there some kind of belief in place? And then the next piece, how is it that I want to feel? How would I like to go through this situation? Now, that type of awareness and presence of mind is actually a very high-level skill, but one that can definitely be learned and one that is really helpful. So... um once you kind of look at it, okay, well, why am I hooked on feeling this kind of negative way of feeling? What is it that's in it for me? Um, how do I believe that it serves me? And then if I were to say, mm, yeah, I don't really think I want that. What do I want? How do I want to go through stressful situations? Right? So, so that kind of stepping out and of the stress is just a way of life and stepping into stress is, is um, a choice. Huge. Stress is a choice. So um, another thing that I kind of point out that was, um, you know, some of these things I was capable of doing as I went through my experience that I told you about. And some of them I became even more aware of as a result of having gone through that experience. So ask yourself if it can be easier. That is my second point, which is sometimes we get locked into a certain way of doing things. And so we don't actually stop and ask that question and streamline what it is that we're doing or let go of things that are unnecessary. I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but when I'm getting packed for a trip or something like that, sometimes I'll find that I will throw an extra thing in there that I need to do, right? Or you're, you're throwing a party and it's like happening in a few hours and all of a sudden you decide that you know, like your laundry room needs to be cleaned or something like that. It's like a completely unnecessary task. It has nothing to do with your priority at that time, but it gets thrown in there um, out of just lack of attention or lack of awareness and what, you know, lack of clarity, I think is the best word about what your, um, your priority is in the moment. And then you, before you know it, you're just like, my laundry room's not clean. I don't have this other thing to do. And, you know, and there's a bunch of different stuff. And then that explodes into a, a big old stress rather than um, being able to say, okay, well, if, if this is important and the way that I go through this is important because I care about my quality of life, I care about myself, I care about the quality of what it is that I'm creating or producing, right? So if if I have all those things that are important to me, then is there a way that I can go about what I'm doing and make it simpler? A huge thing in business, super important question to ask in business, but it is a very important thing to ask throughout your whole life. When you find yourself getting a little bit crazy or a little bit spun out or too busy or whatever, is this all really necessary? Is there a way that this can be easier? Without, of course, sacrificing key pieces of quality and all of that kind of stuff. So what I want to emphasize before we go on break is that what this requires 
is the ability, and I've been talking about this a lot, so you'll notice this is a theme because it's super important, right? It's the ability to stop in the moment where you are having the negative stimulus. So you're having whatever it is, in this case it's stress, when you're having the negative experience and use that as a reminder to put in place some of the tools that you have rather than launch into it in the way that you have historically launched into it. So that would be, oh, okay, I'm feeling stressed out. All right, the first thing I need to remember is that this stress is optional, right? That that I have a way out of this. Okay, now what? how do I want to go through this? What do I want to feel as I go through this? Okay, well, I would like to feel more peacefulness. I'd like to feel focused. I would like to, you know, make sure that I get X, Y, and Z done. All right. Now, is there any, you know, I have my, my, my kind of what I want and I probably have a background plan for that. Is there a way that I can make this easier? Right? Is there something that I can do? Is there something I can take off my plate? Is there, you know, a, a, a mindset or is there an order or anything like that that's going to make this easier for myself? So that's a little bit about um, about stress and some things that you can do to really help yourself um, with stress and um, and dealing with it. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go on a break right now, and I'm going to come back with uh, Grace Delude, and we're going to talk some more about stress. And if you'd like to today, you can go ahead and call in. On the line, which is 877-230-3062. And um, we would be happy to answer your questions. And this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers Radio. is your chance to be part of the show. Call 877-230-3062. Call in with your questions or thoughts and talk with the host and their guests. Again, that number is 877-230-3062. Author and educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a Ph.D. in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesiner.com. Are you craving positive change in an area of your life? Dreaming of work that is meaningful or relationships that are authentic and connected? Internationally recognized author and facilitator Dr. Kate Siner is a compassionate and fearless advocate for positive change. Through personally tailored programs and masterful mentoring, Dr. Kate's genius lies in helping you get connected to your core so you can make a difference in the world starting with yourself. Visit www.katesiner.com. That's K-A-T-E-S-I-N-E-R.com. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner, and this is Real Answers Radio. And before the break, we were talking about things that you can do to deal with stress when it comes your way, inevitably comes your way in life. And so and now I'd like to um, welcome onto the show Grace Delude. Thank you for and, having me. <laughs> and Grace is um, a a therapist and a holistic therapist and a yoga instructor. And one of the things that people frequently say about Grace, I know who attend her, um, her yoga classes or her just in her presence is that she has a way of really bringing them into, um, a calmer state of being, of being able to really connect with themselves and then really, um, 
relax down into themselves in a, in a wonderful way. And, um, you know, what I know from people in this, this industry in general is that, you know, we usually pursue something because of, you know, our own desire to know it or our own need to work with a certain type of, of material. So, um, you know, I'm wondering if Grace, you could share a little bit about kind of what led you to kind of working with, you know, mind body and and spirit in in your work and and um specifically in helping people be able to deal with both stress and anxiety sure um yeah actually what brought me to the work of mind and body was really that i didn't even realize um that i was experiencing stress and anxiety in my life i actually found yoga in my early 20s after I was attending like grad school and I was getting married and I was buying a house and I was on the highway one day and my heart just started to race and my palms started to sweat and I didn't realize at the moment that I was really having like a high level anxiety attack and so I ended up actually someone had suggested going to a yoga class and I decided to go and within like that first class I couldn't believe how calm I felt. Like I thought I was just going, I honestly thought I was going more for my physical body. I just thought I was going to kind of create some flexibility in my body. And then I got there and within the first class, I felt so relaxed, so at ease. And um, having that like visceral experience of knowing that I could, I could do something like that. um, And it made me feel so much better just felt like such a sense of empowerment, like such a sense of like, wow, I have this tool, like that this sense of overwhelm or stress doesn't have to, you know, take over my life. And that's actually how I found it. I was finishing graduate school. So at that point, I was beginning to practice more and taking other kinds of trainings and learning so much more about the way that being in the body and feeling the body um, and relaxing the body, not necessarily through thought, um, um, more through just an experience um, was really, really positive. So that was what led me to wanting to begin to, you know, really bring it into my into my private practice and be able to share that experience with my clients to know that they could be in their bodies, they could feel their bodies, and they could feel that this sense of stress did not have to take over, that there was actually a way that they could relate to their body and it feel different. It feel more relaxed, more alert, more calm. You know, one of the things that I, um, you know, I want to highlight in there and what you said is that, you know, at that point in time, right before you took your first yoga class, you, you didn't even know how stressed out you were because I think there are a lot of, of people out there that it's like either have just realized, um, how stressed out they are or they are actually, they don't know. They don't know that some of what they're, they're feeling and, um, you know, and some of what's happening for them is actually the the symptoms or the feeling of stress. So I'm, I'm wondering if we can actually just lay out for people a little bit about what maybe they might want to look for um, if, uh, you know, that could be a sign that they're actually kind of chronically stressed out. Oh, sure. Absolutely. I think one of one of the things that I experienced at that time, which I didn't recognize, was um, the way it actually manifested in my own body. You know, it's so often you might hear that you have a chronic tension headache or, oh, my neck feels really, really stiff or I feel like I don't have any energy at all and I don't have any desire to, like, get up and go to work or, um you know, oftentimes, you know, I'll, I'll hear that there's like chronic tension in the shoulders. And so it can manifest very much physically and be, you know, misunderstood as there's just something physical without really recognizing that that is the symptom of the way that, you know, they're experiencing stress. So it can manifest that way. And then in another way that I, I absolutely see it in the way that it manifests is in this feeling of um, being, I hear people say, I feel like I'm on autopilot. I just feel like, I I drive from home to work and I don't even know how I got there um, because they are so they're in their head the entire time, which is really a symptom of stress. They're not really in the moment. They're they're thinking, they're thinking, and oftentimes they're thinking about worries, which is then just precipitating more anxiety. And so it can look that way too. That sense of you know not knowing how you got from one place to the other, not even recognizing how that happened. 
Oh, great. Yeah, I think that's super helpful. So, um, so what is then the, like, you know, because your work is so much bringing mind, body, and spirit together, like, why, why use that particular orientation, um, in order to deal with stress? What, what makes that a good way to, um, approach stress? Um, you know, for me, what I have discovered, you know, because I've worked on this myself personally, and I think that's why it's so important to me that I teach it because every, every experience that I have and every um, situation that I've been through really has helped me integrate this more in my own life. And the part around the mind, body, spirit, the spirit part for me, I like to look at that as more of our light, our essence. It's kind of like, it's kind of like what we feel underneath the, the, the hecticness of our mind. It's like that moment when you may be looking at a beautiful sunrise and you actually really just feel the sunrise. You're there, you see it and you take it in or the moment that you hug a, a small child and you just, you feel that it, it's, that is really more at the essence in my, in my opinion of what the spirit is. It's that place of like really being in, in the moment and, and really experiencing that sense of, you touched upon it earlier around um, purpose. You know, when, when we feel as though we're living our lives from a place of our essence and our purpose, like what we really feel at a deep level. And so my, what my experience has been is working with the body. It really has allowed for, for my clients to be able to feel it, you know, when I'm doing something with them in session using their body, they're able to feel and get quiet in their minds and have more of a sense of like what that is for themselves when the mind gets still, when there's a little bit of quietness in the mind where the mind isn't racing, there's more ability to connect to maybe that feeling of where they where they have maybe been in, in a sunrise and enjoy that, like and being able to understand what that feeling is. And that experience of having it allows them to have a new relationship with their their day. And so in that way, what I find is it's so helpful with managing stress because oftentimes my, my clients and, and many are walking around kind of more in the habitual mind, the mind that has created like this thing of what I have to do, all these experiences that maybe are negative that are really not serving you know, what they want deep down inside. And so using the body really allows for a better sense and a better connection to what that is. Mm, great. Awesome. So if you had a tool that you could pass on um, to people who are listening, if they are wanting to reduce stress, what, what would be one tool that you, you might suggest? You know, the first thing that comes to my mind and only because it is such a, it's, it's pretty doable and it's very concrete. And I, I feel like it's something that if you did it once a day for a whole year, it would have such magnitude in, in your life is, is the ability to, if you're at a traffic light, once a day and if you can do it more than once a day and you're at that traffic light and the light is red and you just take a deep breath in through your nose and then you open up your mouth and you exhale out and it's twofold in terms of the power of that because the one thing is taking the breath is really good for the nervous system especially when there's an ability to really like exhale out it's really settling to the nervous system and then the other piece that is so vitally important is the intention of doing it which is about you know bringing you back to the moment you know so when you hit that traffic light you are no longer in that autopilot brain going, going, you've just stopped and altered that. So if you can do that for a year, it's amazing the power that that can have. I, well, I love that. I mean, that's something that um, I, I try to emphasize as much as possible is that to bring in good habits that are linked to um, other things that you're doing that just naturally happen in the course of your day that you don't think very much about. Um, yeah. like brushing your teeth, stopping at a stoplight, mm -hmm. something like that, you know, so doing that and then having it be just a small change. And I think that, um, you know, what often gets lost in the shuffle is that people think that like it really does need to be these big sweeping changes that they need to make. But really when you do something as consistently as once a day or twice a day, take a breath where you haven't been like you're saying, I mean, it just, it winds up opening up so much in your life as far as your own awareness, your ability to be in the moment, and then also the letting go and, and letting your body relax. That's really awesome. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and I, um, I, no, go ahead. Um, well, I, well, actually, I'd love to hear what you were going to say. Oh, well, I, w- I was going to say that so often my, my clients want to do something bigger than that, and then they find that they're not successful. So then it just goes ahead and feeds that sense of stress. So when right. it's something like you're saying, just something very you know concrete, and it doesn't have to be a big ta- you know task, that it, it, it allows for that sense of success. And then in that sense of success, it creates the habit. Absolutely. That's great. Mm-hmm. And if people wanted to bring a practice, let's just say, um, into their life, like, um, you know, I mean, yoga clearly would be one that you would recommend, but there are, there other activities that are, you know, useful for stress reduction that, um, you know, maybe people could have in mind if they want to add something to their life that will overall help them be healthier. Sure. I, you know, I think that there's so many activities, um, in, on so many levels because if someone can't get to a yoga class and then, you know, cause, because a yoga class, depending on the travel and the amount of time, doing a five minute, uh, meditation practice at home, that, and that can be challenging. So I say that really with, with, with a really kind heart because, you know, I, I hear so many people say that's so challenging to just be able to sit and meditate. So even starting at a minute at home, like just taking a minute and focusing on, I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out. I'm breathing in. I'm breathing out. Just to train the mind to kind of stay in that moment, just starting with like a minute. That could be something so useful too. And then other other things that I think are really helpful um, because again, it's more, in my opinion, it's more about the intention of being able to uh, engage in an activity that's going to reduce distress. So it could be something like, you know, pulling out a book of reflections or a book of inspirational, inspiring quotes, or it can be an artwork. It, as long as it's just something that is really kind of what's, what it's really doing is exercising the left part of the brain to be more intentional around, I, I'm wanting to take care of myself. I'm wanting to do this thing that I really enjoy. So if it, for some people, it might be music or, you know, going and, and just, you know, laughing at a, 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 a funny movie. It could be, it could be really anything as long as it touches that place inside that feels like I can relax a little bit. I can just ease. So for everybody, it might be a little bit different, but those are all like really great um, possibilities. Okay. So if, um, before we wrap up here, if people wanted to find out more um, about you or uh, see more about what you have to say, how would they do that? They could actually get in touch with me uh, at my email, which is my name, gracedelude at cox.net. And my, actually, my website is being um, updated. So it will be up and running in early May, and that would be gracedelude.com. Awesome. So gracedelude.com and in the interim, um, email at gracedelude at cox.net. So, um, let's see. So if you had one, let's just take one more tip. What's one more tip that you have for people around stress reduction before we, uh, you know, before we go to break? So, you know, this is, uh, this one comes up for me a lot in my own life, um, because I, I feel like I, I have a tendency myself to be perfectionistic and I'm really, I've kind of considered myself a recovering perfectionist. So one of the things I tell my clients all the time and is to be, to have fun, be silly, like find a place where you can just be silly. Um, you know, like I hear that so often, people wanting to feel free, wanting to feel alive. And it, it is powerful to just be able to do do something that you don't normally do, something that, you know, maybe you're, you know, the inner child inside of you would really love to do, like doing a cartwheel along, uh, uh, you know, uh, some grass or something like that, where you're just, you're kind of doing something different. You're just engaging in something playful. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I think that that's such mm-hmm. an important thing to, to remember. Really beautiful. Um, so, um, I want to thank you for coming on today. Oh, thank and, you for having me. And helping, uh, you know, us kind of look at how to, how to deal with stress and what are some things that we, we might be able to do. And we are going to, um, go ahead and go to break if you'd like to call in. Uh, this is Dr. Kate Siner with, uh, Real Answers Radio. We were just talking with Grace DeLude, holistic therapist and yoga instructor. And you can call in the number, uh, 877 
877-230-3062. So 877-230-3062. Ask any of your questions and um, we'll be back right after the break. is your chance to be part of the show. Call 877-230-3062. Call in with your questions or thoughts and talk with the host and their guests. Again, that number is 877-230-3062. Author and educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a Ph.D. in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesiner.com. Be the change you wish to see is a phrase that gets said a lot. But the question is how? Dr. Kate Siner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to make the changes you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived that support you on your path of positive change. To learn more and get started, visit www.katesiner.com. Hi, this is Dr. Kate Siner. This is Real Answers Radio. And just before the break, we were talking with Grace DeLude, who is a holistic therapist and yoga instructor. And she was giving us all sorts of tips on how um, we can handle stress. And just to reiterate, one of them is to take a moment every time you're at a red light or at least once a day or to take a breath. Breathe in deeply and through your nose and exhale through your mouth. It's just one simple thing that won't take more than a couple seconds to do um, and really help your, your body relax. And I mean, along those same lines, there's actually um, this uh, study that came out of Stanford and uh, what they created a program called HeartMath. And in HeartMath, what happens is they, they said that if you take time to regulate your system via breathing um, kind of consistently throughout your day, then it has like huge benefits on your mental and physical health. So in their program, they actually have a heart monitor that allows you to see the changes in your body that are related to this breathing in a different way. So as simple as taking a deep breath can sound, um, when it really comes down to looking at uh, the data that has been collected about it, it is profoundly transformational. And one of the things that I think can sometimes get in people's way is that they, they kind of say, oh, but when I'm really stressed out, it, like, it doesn't work. And you're actually correct. If you do it consistently when you're not stressed out, then it has more benefit when you are stressed out, right? So it's a habit to develop that when you do develop it is going to help you. Just like that study um, from Stanford was saying that if you do this consistently, the effects are cumulative and you will see more and more positive results in, in your life. So... Um, I'm going to go back to a couple things that I was talking about, how to handle a stressful situation, right? So I was telling the story, lost my passport, running around on the phone, things are crazy, you know, and all of this I get to do while reflecting on, okay, well, what are the kind of things that we can do um, to de-stress our lives, right? So, um, what I talked about in the, in the first segment was to remember that stress is op- optional and to um, ask yourself if it can be easier. And kind of along those lines, 
Um, the next one that I'm going to suggest is really focusing on the outcome that you want, right? So when we get stressed out or worried about something, it can be really easy to get preoccupied with the potential problem or the potential negative outcome. I'm not going to get there on time. It's not going to work out the way that I, I wanted it to. Um, whatever, whatever it is, look, it's another slow part of the traffic. Um, you know, so what we, when we do that and we start to really focus on the negative parts of what's happening, then this has two different effects. One is that it's actually going to stress us out more, right? Because we're focusing on it. And so instead of it being, you know, traffic is slow, but I'm able to whatever, you know, listen to the radio, um, you know, talk to someone in my car, what have you, or I'm able to think about what it is that I'm going to be doing. So where we start to find different things to, um, to do with ourselves, we just sort of start obsessing on the, on the negative stimulus and, and get more and more stressed out. Have you ever done that? Like somebody does something that upsets you, like long-term relationships are great for this. You know, like somebody has a habit and it's just like you become so fixated on the habit that you see it. And it's like every time even the slightest, you know, slightest bit of it shows up, you can feel yourself getting tense and stressed out um, because you're focusing on that, that negative information, right? It also limits our ability to see opportunities and to move towards what it is that we're really trying to create. So in other words, why we're so fixated on this negative outcome, basically we're kind of saying all roads are now leading to this negative outcome, right? And when we focus on what it is that we want, we start to then see ways how like this, where I am right now, like the next step and the next step and the next step might actually lead me to where I want. There's a difference there always between just being, um, what's that called? In fantasy, right? And, um, you, and, and being aware of what's happening. You always want to be aware of, you know, whether there's danger or traffic or what have you. You always want to be aware of that. But the focus is on how do I want this to go? You know, what is it that I, I want to create? And where are my opportunities to bring in more of that? Really, really key. So you don't have to have all of it. You just have to look for more of it, right? So in other words, if you're looking for, let's say, it's traffic, you don't necessarily have to all of a sudden not have traffic, right? But you could actually focus on the amount of time that you spend um, maybe going faster, right? The changes, the positive changes that you see in the traffic, Right? Maybe it was stopped and maybe there's some movement. Maybe you can see that one lane is starting to move a, lot, a little bit more than it was before. So, right? You don't have to get to that. I want to be driving, you know, 60 miles an hour down the highway place. What you can actually look for is like, oh, look, here's some movement in the direction that I want that I'm going to pay attention to. And that will overall calm you down. And it will also allow you in certain circumstances to be able to see opportunities that you can then act on, right? So that ability to focus on what you want in a stressful situation can really, really be helpful in both creating a positive outcome and reducing your stress. Now, the last thing that I put on my list to talk about um, today was, um, in a stressful situation is, uh, be nice, use your people skills and ask for help. Okay. So it's really easy when we're starting to feel stressed out in a situation to be grumpy, to be short, to be aggressive. Um, you know, it, and, and really just share our stress with another person. And um, that does nothing besides make another person's day bad. Uh, it doesn't actually help us in our cause at all. And even if we think it's going to be a relief, like sometimes there can be this sort of like negative lower self kind of, you know, uh, this will give me some sort of relief to lash out in this way. It doesn't really serve us. It actually makes everything a lot worse. 
So in taking into consideration the fact that uh, we need as much positive stuff on our side when we're stressed out, right? So um, in, in taking into consideration that just, oh, taking that breath again and stopping and saying, you know what? Like, it's nothing. There's no skin off my back. There's nothing that it does any way harmful for me to smile, for me to be polite, uh, for me to, you know, even find, you know, nice things to say about another person. There's no extra time that that takes for that. And And when we do that, smiling decreases our stress. Laughing with another person decreases our stress. You know, um, saying nice things and building that rapport with people, it decreases our stress. So all of those things actually help us so much. And then when other people are, are, are happy, right, they're going to be more likely to help us. So it's a win all the way around. So my suggestion is, is if you notice that you're being hostile um, or, or something, not so friendly with people as you go through your very stressful experiences to stop and to remember that, you know, that person has a day as well, you know, and you don't need to be the thing that stressed them out. And, um, you know, we all have to work together in a lot of situations, um, to, to make things work. Um, and, and that goes along with, you know, using your people skills. But I, I want to just emphasize that, um, you know, the pleases, the thank yous, the smiles, the asking someone about how they're doing, even if you feel like you're the most important thing, person in the world because of what you're going through, you know, those kind of things really, really help us out. Right. And the last thing I'm going to touch on today is that ask for help. Okay, so I think that this is so incredibly important. Um, it definitely is for someone like me. I mean, I, I have gotten very used to in my life uh, doing for myself and taking care of things. And um, and I know that there are other people out there like me. So um, it, it also, when our stress levels go up, and I was like I was saying before, our decision-making process goes down, right? Our ability to make decisions goes down. Then, um, you know, it can be even harder to ask for help because, you know, sometimes we don't know the kind of help that we need. Um, or it's just like the stress can be high. And if we haven't done our breathing as Grace suggested or applied any of the other things that, you know, we've been talking about today, then it can be very challenging to just like figure out how to get the help that we need. So in asking for help, um, you know, if you raising a, a, you know, a little flag and in even just saying to, you know, these are the people in your life that, you know, you love and trust and, and, and who support you. Um, uh, e- even if you are, um, uh, well, I'm sorry, but um, for the people that you um, care about, who care about you, all of that kind of stuff, you can just say, I'm stressed out. Right. That's like the first thing. Right. Report the facts. You don't have anything. I, you don't know how to ask for help, whatever. The easiest way to get the ball rolling. I'm really stressed out right now. Right? Chances are people who care about or say, is there something that I can do? Right. Um, I don't know right now. Right. Totally fine response. Right. But that per- what you've done is you've created you've created an opening. Right. Where that person knows that you're under stress. They can be more empathetic. They can be more supportive and they might actually even come up with something that they can do to help you. That can happen sometimes. That's not their role or their job or anything like that. But you've given them the information so that then they're able to to show up differently. Now, if you take that a little bit further, right? A little bit further would be, um, okay, you know, I'm really stressed out right now. And, you know, you do know a way that someone can help you. Can you, you know, like 
take this downstairs or clean that up or, you know, help me find this or whatever it is. It's like if you're doing something, sometimes just enlisting another person's support. Um, you know, if you have too much to do or you're not feeling like things are able to get done. Right? So you can actually give a, over a specific thing. And that's part of kind of going back to, you know, can it be easier? Can you get some help? If you have too many things to do in too short of a time and you're stressed out about it, then, you know, you might be able to ask someone to help you for, um, ask someone to help you with what it is that you need help with. So along these same lines um, is uh, recognizing that we're continually in this relationship with other people. So in other words, we're all dealing with a lot. We're all, um, you know, dealing with like certain stressors that are coming our way. And what we can do to collectively reduce stress is to in very healthy ways, meaning that we don't give more than is right for us, but in very healthy ways, we can easily give a little to someone. There are so many moments in the course of the day where we have something extra to give to someone. Like whether I was saying it was a smile or asking somebody about themselves or sometimes it, it's like you just happen to – something comes your way. You just happen to have it, you know, um, a, a coupon, you know. You just happen to have it and you can't use it and you give it to someone else, right? So there are these things that happen if we become aware of the fact that, you know, we're not in it by ourselves and, and other people aren't either, and um, and we look for ways to give help that actually helps us clarify how other people might be able to help us. It also helps us to um, to receive, you know, because we know we're involved in a give and take with um, with our world. So really, really wonderful thing to remember the interconnectedness of all of us, um, to treat other people well, um, and to, to be able to use our relationships to both support others and get support ourselves. This is wonderful, wonderful help for um, cure for stress overall. That's why people with good, close personal relationships tend to be less stressed out and, like I was saying earlier on, tend to live longer. So we're coming to the top of our hour. Um, it has been wonderful um, to have you here with me today. Um, and I hope that this helps you and your week be a little less stressed. And I want to say a thank you again to Grace Delude. And um, you can reach out to her um, at uh, gracedelude.com. Com, um, or email at gracedelude at cox.net. Um, so thank you so much for joining me today, and I will be talking to you next week. You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Siner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesiner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help.